Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest, named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Steph, I've Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. Yes, and welcome to another episode of Women Around the World. Welcome, yes. Annie. Thank you. Thank you, Samantha. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm always excited when I get to talk to you. Oh, lies, but I'll take them. <laughs> yes, I, I think you should. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, just in recent news, as of yesterday, Vanita Gupta has just been confirmed as the Associate Attorney General to the Civil Rights Division under the Justice Department and has become the first woman of color to be appointed. So first and foremost, congratulations. Yes. To Attorney Gupta. Yeah. I love that. So I wanted to bring that to the first of head because today we are going to talk about someone who is also on the confirmation list, which is Kristen Clark. And today, again, as we are looking at what is happening in the U.S., we did want to bring it back because there's some significant things happening for our country. We are going to timestamp this because, as you know, and most of our listeners know, things get outdated very quickly. (laughs) <laughs> very, very quickly, but just go ahead and put this out there. Today is 422, and mm-hmm. we wanted to highlight what is happening. Um, and yes, Kristen Clark would be the first Black woman to be appointed to be the Assistant General Attorney of the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division. So we were excited to talk a little bit about her. So let's start. Yeah, um, and just a quick history on the Civil Rights Division. The division was created in 1957 as a part of the Civil Rights Act 
And according to the DOJ site, it was enacted to, quote, uphold the civil and constitutional rights of all Americans, particularly some of the most vulnerable members of our society. The division enforces federal statutes prohibiting discrimination on the basis of race, color, sex, including pregnancy, sexual orientation, and gender identity, disability, religion, familial status, national origin, and citizenship status. Right. So the first person of color to be named head of the division was Assistant Attorney General Drew Days. He was appointed to this role in 1977 during the Carter administration, and he served this role for three years, which, by the way, 1977 seems really late in the game when it's 20 years after the beginning of the division. But that's just me. (laughs) Unsurprisingly, Clark's nomination has been a hotly contended one. Many of the Republican senators fear that she would be too motivated by her politics to fairly represent on a nonpartisan level as an, quote, enforcer of civil rights, specifically on issues like voting rights or religious liberty and policing. Clark's career is a long path and a long history of her fight in the U.S. specific to civil rights. After graduating from law school, Clark became a trial attorney for the DOJ Civil Rights Division as a federal prosecutor, working on cases concerned with voting rights, human trafficking, police brutality, and hate crimes. In 2011, she was appointed to the Civil Rights Bureau as the director by the Attorney General of New York, Eric Schneiderman. There, she worked to combat criminal justice issues and housing discrimination. In 2015, she became the executive director of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. She worked with the organization to combat discrimination against the marginalized community, including working for voters' rights. Yeah, and uh, when it comes to voting rights, it's a huge issue right now. And there's definitely a lot of conversation, as in fact, there was a hearing just this week, which uh, Stacey Abrams was a part of just recently. If you've seen the video in which uh, (laughs) one of the Republican senators tried to, I guess, zing Abrams by saying, well, you never really told us what's wrong on the Georgia voting law that you don't like. And so she started listing it to the point. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he really thought he had her. But as we know, this is becoming a really big conversation. And we've been talking about the Voting Rights Act, specifically after when John Lewis had passed away. That was one of his big stances. And so, of course, this is coming into conversation. And as Representative Ted Cruz stated, was an issue. It's something she has been working to protect throughout her career. She handled the argument in the Shelby County Alabama versus Holder case, which is a 2013 case in regards to the 1965 Voting Rights Act. She's an advocate for the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and was involved in the recent suing of the USPS delay of absentee ballots. So it's pretty significant. And just some personal information about her, she's the daughter of Jamaican immigrants who moved to Brooklyn. And she went to Choate Rosemary Hall, where, by the way, she became the only girl of a all-boys wrestling squad. So kudos yeah. to that. Uh-huh. She got her bachelor's from Harvard and then went to get her Juris Doctorate from Columbia Law School. She is currently going through her confirmation process in front of the Senate. And she, as well as appointee Vanita Gupta, have gone through meticulous questioning by the Senate. And as one report states, they, quote, have drawn unusually bitter criticisms from Republicans and conservative groups before their confirmation hearings. And it does seem that they have been facing more critiques and opposition than even the newly appointed Attorney General Merrick Garland. With continued issues of police brutality, voting suppression, overall increase of hate crimes, fighting to have the right person to lead um, divisions like these is a really great responsibility. And we will, of course, continue to watch as the different hearings are unfolding. Right. And when she was originally nominated by President Biden, Clark stated, quote, if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed, we will turn the page on hate and close the door on discrimination by enforcing our federal civil rights laws. 
And I find it really interesting that people are so opposed to her. And I get why. I get why. I mean, people are scared of people who take action in general. Mm-hmm. And since this whole go back and forth about the Voting Rights Act, but I find it interesting that someone who has specialized her career on this is being so disagreed upon because mm-hmm. they're afraid of the changes that she may make, which mm-hmm. maybe that's just me. <laughs> and then when asked about her career and why she does what she does, Clark stated, quote, I do this work with my son in mind often. I think about him as a young black teen and the future that lies for him. And I think that's a powerful idea. And I would hope that would be a motivation for so many people in general mm-hmm. to think about what's happening in the future and what is going to be best for the people they love. Yeah. And because we love talking about a woman's success, Clark has been the recipient of the Columbia Law School Paul Robeson Distinguished Alumni Award, Quinnipiac University School of Law Thurgood Marshall Award, National Association of Attorneys General Best Brief Award, and the Lewis L. Redding Lifetime Achievement Award. So, got some accolades. She's gotten <laughs> many awards, and I'm, I'm assuming she's going to get many more with yes. the continued work that she has been doing. And yes, and again, we want to congratulate Vanita Gupta on her confirmation. And I am, I am excited to see what's happening. We know there's a lot of contention happening, specifically with the uh, Chauvin case uh, verdict being read this week, and specifically with the continued shootings that we've seen amongst the Black community as they are being shot by police, uh, and about what it means to have reformation and what that looks like in the future. Future, as well as talking about voting rights. Like she is being watched. We are watching very closely. And I say we in general, the US are watching because there's been so many disruptions as well as disagreements about what needs to happen in the future. And obviously, undoing things from the previous administration has been closely watched. So it will be interesting to see how this will affect the future. And I'm excited. I'm excited to finally see a woman of color as a part of this division, as it should have been. I feel like everything, of course, when it comes to the United States is, wow, it took this long. Yep. And we're here again, but at least it's it's happening. Yeah. And we will keep an eye on that. And as always, thank you for bringing this inspiring story to us, Samantha. And listeners, if you have any suggestions for women we should be covering in this segment, please send them our way. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You or on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.